The Guardian. The Guardian Short Stories Podcast. I'm Will Self, and this is On Exactitude in Science by Georges-Louis Borges. In that empire, the art of cartography attained such perfection that the map of a single province occupied the entirety of a city and the map of the empire the entirety of a province. In time, those unconscionable maps no longer satisfied and the cartographers' guilds struck a map of the empire whose size was that of the empire, and which coincided point for point with it. The following generations, who were not so fond of the study of cartography as their forebears had been, saw that that vast map was useless, and not without some pitilessness was it that they delivered it up to the inclemencies of sun and winters. In the deserts of the West still today, there are tattered ruins of that map, inhabited by animals and beggars. In all the land, there is no other relic of the disciplines of geography. Suarez Miranda Viajes de Verones Prudentes, Lerida, 1658. Now, here's Lisa Allardyce, editor of Guardian Review. So, Will, why did you choose this story? Well, it's one of those stories that is pinioned into the culture in various ways. Peter Carey did a bit of a rewrite of it, actually, in his first collection, uh, which I think was called Exotic Pleasures. He kind of lengthened it out and set it in Australia. And I think I probably read the Carey version before the Borges version, but I'm not sure about that. And then the American stand-up, Stephen Wright, has a fantastic reduction of it to a sort of two-line joke where he just says, uh, I've got a map of the United States that's that's actual size. Uh, Last summer, instead of for my vacation, I folded it. Uh, And that kind of is essentially the same idea as Borges's. Obviously, I'm not reading it in the Spanish, and I can't read Spanish, but even in a good English translation, it's, it's full of lyricism and development, perhaps a little bit short on characterization, but then who cares about that? It sets a scene. It does everything you want out of a story, and it does it in about 10 or 15 lines. What's not to like? It reminded me a little bit of Google Street Map, where eventually everything really will be mapped down to its last detail and that there will be cars going around with each each street done. Googling around, looking it up, I found that, that the concept came from Lewis Carroll's Sylvie and Bruno concluded, where they did in fact make the largest map ever made and the farmers said that if the map was spread out it would block out the sky and the crops would fail. 
But it's quite an early story, isn't it? Because it doesn't appear in either Ficciones or Labyrinths. It's a, it's a lesser known one, is that right? I guess so. I'm, I, you, you seem to know a great deal more about it than I do. It's just one of those things, I suppose, because of my uh, interest in psychogeography that I've been familiar with. It comes up as a psychogeographic conceit because of the concept in psychogeography of the map and the territory is very important and, and, the, and the extent to which maps order our perception of the world that they become, you know, I suppose they operate in the way that the literary canon does in terms of language. And so Borges' story seems to unite that, you know. In a way, it's not dissimilar to the sort of things he does with stories like the Library of Babylon or Tlonukbar or Bistertius, which is that he joins, you know, they're, they're interdisciplinary short stories, if you like. They seem to say as much about the subject that they're describing as they do about literature, and they, they have a reciprocal relation in that way. But I've always been kind of interested in the short story as a vehicle for ideas, so Borges was always a big inspiration. Oh, that was my next question, because um, in terms of that he deals with time, reality, illusion, madness, having very recently read your book, A Shortlisted Umbrella, these are all themes, obviously, that are very big in that. And he is, of course, one of the big forefounders of 20th century modernism. Has he been a big inspiration to you? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think he's he's always there. And, and I think, you know, that you know, I've probably stolen quite a lot from him, you know, with, without necessarily being aware of it. I mean, I, think I wrote a story years ago called Scale, which I think is very much indebted to uh, on exactitude in the sciences and to, to Borges and generally. It's really that idea that you know you can do do a lot of the work that we normally ascribe to to philosophy. You can do in literature, and you can do it in a particularly kind of exciting way that I think of with. Borges, but well, I've been rereading him recently. The other thing about him is he's a really funny writer. He's really kind of laugh out loud funny. <laughs> Obviously, I don't, can't get out much if I find that my belly laughs in Borges, but he is. His timing is great and it's full of jokes, full of wit. downloads go to guardian.co.uk forward slash audio.